0: Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: Have you heard? The birds? the word. Section 336.
2: The next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the whole crew is back. That's right, boys and girls. We got the button lover. We got the zany one. And we even got the world's worst intern. We will discuss all the things the Orioles are not doing, which is no surprise. And we'll also discuss all the things the Baltimore Ravens are not doing, which is kind of a surprise. And because we can't figure this whole thing out, we're going to have Tony Lombardi on the show, creator of Russell Street Report, on our One Call Away segment to help us figure all this stuff out. All that and more on this edition of Section 336.
3: (laughs) Three, six.
2: Three, three, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your dealing stuttering host, Matt Soroka, and as always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rohde.
1: What up, 336ers? Three, three,
0: <laughs> and the button lever driver, Soroka. Pretty sure your voice came out louder than the uh, mask. You gotta work on that a little. Well, yeah, if you press the button.
2: And we're also joined by the world's worst intern. Hey, happy 2017. Happy 2017. Welcome to a brand new year. Boys, how, how was that? Well, Bert, welcome back, man. So apparently... You me? Right. Who, who had more fun at Disney, Bert or his kids?
1: I want to go back to Disney World.
2: <laughs> so you, you got a lightsaber. You, you got a cool mask. Did your kid get anything or did you get all the presents?
1: <laughs> yeah, these are actually my children's. Sorry, I almost, <laughs> I almost took your head off there.
2: I'm not that concerned.
1: Disney World was awesome.
0: Right. It's just a piece of
1: plastic.
2: <laughs> How was that? <laughs> okay. uh, you also had story time with Cal Ripken.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot, I, I might want to save that for three up three down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the old Iron Man was a bit of a letdown. Oh, uh,
2: no. I thought you were going to go with it. I might have to save that for a story yeah, time. I but no. <laughs> oh, shoot, uh, yeah, I was getting excited. Oh, shoot, yeah.
1: I should have done a story time. It's I don't know if it's enough to constitute a whole story, but uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh. Just to preface it, we were we were at Walt Disney World. We went on uh, last Wednesday, and every year at Christmas time they do this thing called the Candlelight Processional, which is a really fantastic show. They have a live orchestra, a live choir. It's really impressive, and then they always bring out a celebrity to read the Christmas story, the biblical Christmas story. Oh, nice! While the choir and the orchestra performs, and it's it's really nice. Yeah, sounds. Uh, cool. I went a couple years ago, and it was Blair Underwood, the actor very well-spoken did a fantastic job the guy's a pro uh this time last week they had cal ripkin jr come out and do it nice and it was cool to see cal ripkin there at yeah. epcot a lot of people it was yeah it was a lot of people my yeah. home away from home uh in epcot and there is the iron man hall of famer cal ripkin jr one thirty one. 31 greatest uh, shortstop ever greatest shortstop ever and uh he, uh, you can tell he's not—he's a pro baseball player, but not a
0: pro reader or actor. Mm. See, or he should be better at that. He wrote all those like little kid books, and he, he goes did. around reading the he kid did. books. He
1: wrote all those books, yes. <laughs> um, right. uh, he was very hot under the lights. He was constantly using a towel and wiping his entire bald yeah, head. That's, that's a
0: bald problem. Drinking
1: lots of water.
2: Oh, I mean, he's he's played in summer games in the heat, yeah. hundred degree weather for. Yeah. Because he made the For mistake. 20 years without ever taking a day off. Now <laughs> of a sudden he's getting sweaty at reading a story. He, he wasn't wearing a baseball cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He was wearing a nice suit. He was very much reading the script as opposed to like performing the uh, script. Yeah. Um, well, what did you expect? You, you uh, think he uh, was going to uh, act out? Emotion. I expect I'm a little Blair underwood.
2: A little emotion in the words.
0: Okay. Yeah. Neil
1: Patrick Harris.
0: <laughs> a, a little a little girly voice when the angel speaks. Yeah, you yeah. You wanted some uh, some voices?
1: No, I just... just To be more of like telling a story as opposed to uh, and the angels came upon the shepherds and they were so so afraid. So you're saying Uh he
0: was there because he was Cal Ripken.
1: Yeah. And it was he was there doing it for three days. And uh, that was his first day, third performance of the day. And before they even start the thing, he walks out and goes, "Whew, I am so
2: tired." <laughs> like, oh, that's not a good sign, there, Iron Man. <laughs> We're not. See, that's never happened in baseball. One of double headers. There was never a triple header. Yeah.
0: But, but that was his third of the day. Yeah. How bad do you think this first one of the day went? I don't know. and, and it's, Well,
2: maybe he was frustrated by the third one. He's
1: worn out. It's only a 30-minute show, and he's only out there for 20 <laughs> of the 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I was crapping him a little bit just because of the reading part. Yeah. But in all seriousness, it was very cool. I was wearing my Cal Ripken jersey, and everywhere we went around Epcot that day, people were like, Hey, are you here to see Cal Ripken? I'm like, no, just wore my Cal Ripken shirt on the day Cal Ripken's right. reading the Candlelight Processional at Epcot. Just,
2: right. What are you talking about? <laughs> are Cal, you, who? Did you have a chance to shake his hand or something? No, or I mean, give there him was, a high five.
1: There was no chance. It was packed. Uh, you know, I tried to keep an eye out around the stage because he had to get there somehow. Like, like security. No, but,
0: but you're in Disney where they have like magic tunnels everywhere. That's no one o- sees anyone coming.
1: That's only at the Magic
0: Kingdom. That's
1: not at Epcot. Only the Magic Kingdom has the secret tunnels. So. In order to get to the stage where he was performing, oh, he would have had to walk through the uh the crowds to get there. That's what um, you
0: think. Epcot's also like the home of the future land, right? Yes. See, yes. they've got some future stuff in there, some drones and everything. They do. they, they, Cal does not have to have to uh drive. They have a drone
1: show at Disney Springs, but that's a whole nother thing. Right,
0: like a fireworks drone thing, right? It, yeah, yeah. It's really
1: it's spectacular. Yes. Yeah, but everything it, at Disney is and see what that she could do with made. Cal Ripkin.
2: Wink. yeah well this is not a disney world podcast but no thank you for unfortunately sharing that, so josh how was your new year's what What, what, what did you do um <laughs> you, you really want to know how my new year's went sure yeah i don't know i'm just being friendly
0: yeah around the, <laughs> it was all right it was a nice night at home really okay. did nothing until about uh when I started vomiting nonstop for the next six hours. Oh, that's right. I meant to wear oh. a face mask to Josh's house tonight. I know. My, 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 my wife house,
2: advised me not to come over at all, actually. My, my house has been fumigated. Okay. I
0: was the last family member to get it. Everyone else got it last week. Yikes. And I got it uh, uh, about 20 minutes before the stroke of midnight. Mm. And then I was up the entire night. Was that
2: a... Uh, Burger King salad-ish incident again.
0: <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. That's that's old school 336ers. No. I don't know if it worked in my favor or not, but because remember last week I had a tooth issue. Yeah. So on Wednesday I had a tooth pulled because of that, so yeah. I wasn't eating much leading up to that.
2: Mm. So it's been quite
1: the- uh, a
0: lot of bile involved, I would guess. Yeah, it's been quite the yeah.
1: uh, two, two weeks. I didn't even make it to midnight. I think I was asleep by 1030. That was my plan. Then yeah. I woke up. Oh, the, your body woke you Hell up? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awful.
2: I was up to 4 a.m. Intern.
4: <laughs> Party in the night away. Yeah,
2: I'll get to that in a second. Intern, how about your New, new Year's?
4: Yeah, I was pretty much sick with pneumonia. So. That was, oh, really?
2: Man. Oh, man, that's a real bummer. Two sickies in the bunch. Yeah. Well, I, I had a good time. Um, I, I stayed home as well, how I, how I like it. My wife had to work, and she works nights, so she was out. You know, at midnight oh. at her job. So, for so her what, game. it,
0: video games till 4 a.m.?
2: No, it wasn't video games this time. That's what it, my, my normally go to is video <laughs> games. This was, I got hooked watching Boy Meets World Marathon. Oh. And I watched it till 4 a.m., loving every second of it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like, that see, didn't see, put you to sleep? Season no five. Knew. That would have like, put me to sleep. Season five, which is the greatest season of any show of ever. <laughs> like, if I watch Season five of Boy Meets World.
0: If I watched... Five hours of Seinfeld. I'm falling asleep in the middle because I have them all memorized. I would fall asleep in the oh, first no. twenty minutes. Right, exactly. How can I can't watch five hours of a show I, I've already I, watched?
2: I just got really. Hooked. It just made me. It's been a while since I watched it. it made me laugh really hard. That's good. I mm-hmm. also enjoyed some shout out to Lions Distillery, some State Michael's whiskey, which is d- delicious okay. uh, as well. And helped, and out I, the helped out with the boy meets world. Helped out with the boy's world, and it. Nice. I sent a lot of uh, really on point and funny text messages to my wife uh, at work that she never responded to. But whatever, <laughs> who cares? She was too busy dealing with the like the people who blow up their hands shooting off
1: fireworks on new year's eve does that happen my mom was a nurse too and she always complained about new year's eve fourth of july yeah that's when all the idiots come out and blow all their fingers off their hands
2: yeah she doesn't she doesn't work in the er so she doesn't get all that those issues but what she does she doesn't like holidays at all because all the family's there and like the families always ask the nurse for things and Emily's like, I'm here to take care of this patient. I'm not here to get you a cheeseburger. What are right, you talking right, right. about? So that, that, that's her big issues with the holidays. But. By the
1: way, it's weirding me out that you're not wearing your glasses. I'm sorry. Can you put them back on, please? <laughs> there we go. And Thank we're you. We're back. <laughs> so well, so it's like I don't know where to look at you. Where to look at
0: me? Hey,
2: my eyes up here, buddy. So that that's an exciting New Year's Eve for all of us.
1: Yeah, we're getting
2: old. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Hey, there's there's nothing I'd rather. I'd rather do than stay at home by myself, watch meets, run and drink whiskey. That's oh, me like too. Top of top of my game.
1: I was hoping the intern would re- regale us with like wild yeah, yeah. nights <laughs> out. as twenty-two year olds do on New Year's Eve?
0: Yeah, but oh. not so much. He got sick too. Huh? I had a very productive New Year's Eve. I got I got like part of the attic floored. I got a lot of stuff done that day. I thought I was having a great weekend. Yeah, I went yeah.
1: to Epcot, and we left we left at like five thirty because it was it was insanity. It was the biggest crowds I've ever seen at Epcot, and I'm glad I left because I got on Twitter what? afterwards. And New pe- Year's Eve, of course. Yeah, like it was nuts. And apparently, the World Showcase turns into a massive rave, nothing but neon
0: laser lights. Well, because don't they celebrate DJs as, in every country as the real country?
1: Unfortunately, no, they don't. Uh, I was hoping that would be the case, but they don't. Oh, you would think they. Why don't they do that? That'd I do like That'd be like an all-day event. Yeah, it seems so obvious. Like it would be occurring like in Morocco at like four o'clock in the afternoon right and
0: then you build up yeah to to
1: To the most important one right the u.s. u.s. east coast by the way what do people in the central time zone they they're watching Times square new year's eve the ball drop but it's only 11 p.m. for them they watch like their
0: local like chicago coverage
1: that's so lame who cares about chicago new year's eve when you got new york city i
0: don't know (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I am upset about uh, this. Do you like New York? <laughs> it is an atrocity. All all the New Year's Eve coverage sucks.
1: I yeah. I, I'm sorry. I missed I Mariah Carey. A- right? She was a yeah. she was a highlight. Apparently. I all
2: mean, right. you and they give shots of everyone in New York. All the mobs and 75 of them are on their phones. I'm like, I can do that right here on, on, on my couch, and I'm I'm warmer and, right. and more cozy. Well,
1: and apparently Times Square too. There's like no porta potties. You can't go to any of the restaurants or stores oh, yeah. to use a right. bathroom. You got to wear a diaper. People wear diapers or catheters, if you will. Really? Yeah. And, or they just urinate
0: in right. the street. I never really thought about that.
2: But, yeah, yeah, you, got, yeah. you got to go somewhere.
0: It would have been messed up if I went in there for New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, that That's a nasty. quarter of it. Everyone's excited for the ball to drop. <laughs> it would have been nasty. Oh, yeah. gross.
2: That is nasty. That is nasty. So. All right. We're going we're gonna to get into some Ravens talk. I think the uh, Ravens came out with some news. John Dude. Harbaugh a press conference. I think we're going to be kind of at opposite ends of opinions here. Right. Oh, boy. So I'm curious to see where, right, this, where this did, conversation goes. Did you watch goes. the game on Sunday? Yeah, I was watching the Maryland game first. And Maryland blew like a ten point lead, the total meltdown, terrible loss to Nebraska. Wow. And then after that, it was like, I don't know, end of the second quarter, and then I switched over and watched some of the Ravens game. But not really caring. And then I went to Twitter. People were all fired up about it. Twitter. This game doesn't yeah. matter. Whatever. Twitter and then I, people I logged were, off. People were
0: angry on Twitter. Like, I can't imagine if that game actually meant something. I don't think the anger was there. I think the anger was because of John Harbaugh saying it's a matter of pride. We're going to play hard. We're going to try to win this game. And then you watch the game, and no one's trying.
2: No. Well, well, why would you? And people talk about like they're giving up on the coach. I don't think that's a reflection of John Harbaugh. I no, think it's, it's a reflection it's... of you just played the biggest game of the season, and you lost, and you understand that this game means nothing. Right, right. Would and you, and, and, and would... you expect them to right. play their hearts out. Right,
0: but John Harbaugh shouldn't have said all that crap leading up to the
2: game. I don't know what you're going to say. we Are going to say we're, 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 we're not going to try hard? Yeah.
0: You say we're going to prepare for next year. I don't think we're gonna, so. We're gonna, As a head
2: coach, you can't say that. We're
0: going to put Keenan Reynolds in there, see if he can catch the ball. We're going to see if Par- throw some jump balls well, to Perriman and but, see what he can do. But that's not how he coached. No, he it's
2: didn't not. pick Keenan Re- Reynolds in. He started Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco know, played the entire game. I know. I don't know if that. I don't like that move. I don't,
1: I, don't, really you don't,
0: say you're, I don't really care.
1: You say you're preparing for next year, but that's really code for next year's draft. Go you know, for the lower draft pick. Right. I would have been really right. irritated right. if they won. Right. Well, same yeah. same thing with last year when they beat the Steelers for no reason. It didn't help at all. It's well, like, oh, we beat the Steelers. It though. almost prevented the Steelers from getting in the playoffs. That was the only. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. And we we cost us a lower draft pick, <laughs> and we lost it with Ronnie Stanley,
2: who who's turned out to be a decent player. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I was just trying to think of who would have been uh, who we could have gotten at a lower pick. We Azique, probably still would have taken him anyway. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: would have been fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I had the choice between. A 15-hour drive, or watching the Ravens game, and I chose a 15-hour drive.
2: Oh wow! That's that's an intense hatred. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just
2: that 15-hour drive would have still had to happen, though, right? For
1: the way I I've uh, treated this entire season, pretty much, it would it would come as a shock if this is the one game I chose to watch. It would make no sense at all. So, right. I, I opted for what was necessary to drive home.
0: It, it would kind of make sense that you didn't watch anything until it was pointless. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it kinda kinda fits with how your season is gone. That is like the zaniest thing I could have done.
2: <laughs> I, I did just uh, little DraftKings make it interesting and put a few bucks on a couple of players, just out of reason to watch and any games. Did you wait win anything? No, I lost it all. Oh. Yeah. I always do. I watched like a, a a col- second I watched like a
0: quarter and a half mm. of the game. Yeah. Not much. It was an ugly game. Ravens yeah. looked real bad. Yeah. Tuck Tucker's best guy on the team. Well, I don't know. Um what's his name? Lineman Guy. <laughs> and then I'm blanking on now not or no offensive line. Oh, uh yeah. he's been playing injured. Yanda, you talking Yanda, about Yanda. Yeah. He's yeah. he's he 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 is a guy that probably deserves MVP. I know they gave it to Tucker. Yeah. Because Tucker's the face, the points.
2: But but the problem with him is his his greatness is counteracted by Zuda's suckiness and they just cancel each other out. Oh
0: yeah, Zuda is so bad. Zuda's got to be gone. Yeah.
2: Can we start there with uh, moves to be made next year? A new Zuta. Center.
0: I mean, but I mean, we're gonna to have Tony on in a minute. Yeah. Obviously, the talk is that today Harbaugh coming out and saying my coaching staff is staying intact.
2: Yeah. Which was
5: sh- very Su- surprising. Very for that surprising. Yeah.
0: That uh, Dean Pease, we could all understand. I mean, I think the team ended, still ended up with a 10 or 11 number 9
2: d- defense number 9 we we were top 10 in almost every c- right. category as far as defense goes
0: so that's, that's a decent defense except
2: for when you're playing against a good team when you're playing against a good team right. in the fourth quarter <laughs> right we yeah. tend to we tend to fold well but, and that
0: and that speaks more to your players than Steelers your the
2: Steelers and Patriots really stand out
0: so um but yeah i think everyone was surprised about marty
3: I'm only one mm. call I'll be there to save the day. Superman got nothing on me. I'm only one call away. Section
2: 336 is now happy to be joined by the creator of Russell Street Report and Utah Street Report, your best sites for all your Ravens and Orioles news, Tony Lombardi. Thanks for joining us.
6: Hey, guys. How are you tonight?
2: Good, good. I'm all right. Tony, 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 a lot, a lot of, a lot of Ravens news here. Um, so, you, I feel like Tony, like, that you are one of the better guys as far as running the website and on Twitter. Like you understand what Baltimore fans are thinking, and from us right here, we're like kind of scratching our heads on why our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are all coming back with John Harbaugh next year. Is this just us, or is all of Baltimore kind of scratching our head, especially with the offensive coordinator, Marty, coming back next year? Like, why?
6: Well, I think that it's not just the fans. I think there's a lot of people in the media that are, you know, between surprised and shocked
5: that not
6: one of them is going. You know, I talked to a few guys today, and most of them thought that, Marty would be gone and that Dean Pease would hold on to his job. I was of the opinion that they should both lose their job. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a big proponent of you know, upsetting families and, and changing things just for the sake of change. I just thought that there was enough body of work on both sides to justify a change. Now, I guess I'll speak about Marty first because he was the more expected of the two. Right. To be fired, but but wasn't. I just think that you know you, you've seen enough of this offense. You've seen and heard John Harbaugh say week in and week out, whether it was Tressman or Morningwig, that they need to commit to the run more. And then week in and week out, there were excuses as to why they didn't run the football, even though running the football at times was working in the game that they abandoned it. Yeah. So I, I didn't get that and. and for that reason, and, and we've seen Joe Har- Joe uh, Joe Flacco at his best, maybe that was a subliminal slip, Joe Harbaugh, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Joe Flacco at his best when he's got a ground game to depend on and can utilize play action. Of course, yeah. Yep. But, you know, and most quarterbacks would like to have their, their best friend would be a, a running attack, but but they just kept abandoning it. And... And just a couple of th- – I mean, I think the things that really work best for Joe Flacco, and I know Cam Cameron really got a lot of criticism for being too conservative with Joe, but managing the game, taking strikes downfield when you can, and, you know, just controlling the football and minimizing mistakes is, is a formula that's, that is tried and true and works in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying you not pay a guy franchise money – and ask going to just be a, a game manager. I don't think you do that. But you can take it to the next level, but still keep those basic principles involved in the offense. So, so Marty, to me, was a guy, and, and I look at this game pass coaches film most of the time, and I see plays week in and week out that are left on the field.
5: Right.
6: And then I see plays, like against the Patriots, where they were, they were not flooding zones at all they were just going into the zones and running the routes, which really just, you know, is, is falls right into the teeth of, of the zone defense. It's exactly what you don't want to do. You want to flood zone. So I, I just had some issues with the play calling with that. I had issues with the mix of run versus pass. And, you know, I just think the, the offense just lacked creativity to get into the, I guess, to be competitive with a lot of the better teams and their offensive schemes, you know, you look at, like, the Steelers, and they're running a lot of different plays. They'll, they'll mix in a gadget play here and there. It's almost like the Ravens, if they run a gadget play, they're insulted by even the mention of it. Yeah. And, you know, they don't do any of those kinds of things. So, so not, that's all. Awesome. And on top of all we that, fans, not to
2: mention the clock management, which I think all Ravens fans have seen, Joe Flacco, and along with the offensive coordinator, not know how to run a two-minute offense at all.
6: Yeah, but I put that on Joe. Because okay. Because when you're a nine-year veteran – and you've done it before time and time again. I I've see them out there doing it at practice all the time. The way that, that that team has lacked energy and a sense of urgency too many times in the, in the no huddle is just, you know, that, that's got to fall on the quarterback because he's the one that's got to get them rallied up to the line of scrimmage and everything. I, I've seen huh. them – and more have more of a sense of urgency when they shouldn't have a sense of urgency when they're trying to kill the clock. I see them, you know, get the yeah. plays off faster than when they should, you yeah. know, it's, a, it's kind of weird, but yeah, but, but, but you uh, know, now as far there,
2: there, there's still like plenty of strikes against Marty enough that it could be, he could be justifiably fired. So like, what is the logic here with John Harbaugh and the organization wanting to keep Marty on? What's the argument for him?
6: I've, I've talked to Steve Bashadi enough to think I know him a little bit, mm-hmm. and he he really thinks things through in a way that is uncommon, and that's probably why he's a self-made billionaire. Right. so I just I just think he's a really smart guy and has a way of seeing things before before they become clear to other people. And, and the only thing I could think of is this: that he may have concluded that okay, if we improve, if we tweak this and that. Maybe we're ten and six instead of eight and eight, we're in the playoffs and we got a shot. I think he'd be happy with that with this team. I also think that he understands this team needs additional personnel that coaching can't make up. You either have it or you don't. And I think that he probably recognizes it. here's the other thing. If he lets these guys fix it, great. everybody's happy. Right. But if they fail, they fail together, and you're not throwing another coordinator at Joe Flacco again in two thousand eighteen and seventeen and sixteen and fifteen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like let's let's let let's see what they do together. This is really he's basically allowed that those three coordinators and John to paint themselves into a corner. Right, John, John Harbaugh's out,
2: making his bed and yeah.
6: He just he just put an expiration date on his tenure in Baltimore. That could be renewed based on his performance next year, but if it, if if we're talking about an day team again again this time next year, then they're all gone. Yeah, well, I mean, and then he, some people will say, "Well, why would you why why would you uproot the team so much and, and have such big upturn or, uh, or upheaval?" And I said, "Well, the well, last time they did that, they went to the playoffs five straight years, they went the three FC championship <laughs> games, and they won one Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: well, not too bad." What, but but my but my concern is, and this is what we see, I think, going on with the o- o- Orioles right now too, is that they're kind of just good enough to not start rebuilding, but they don't all, go all in either. And I feel like the Ravens, like what happens if the Ravens are 9-7 and again and sneak into the playoffs or 10-6 and are a wild card in the playoffs? And so they're good enough not really to get John Harbaugh fired, but not good enough to be a real Super Bowl contender. Yeah,
6: that, that's possible too. But you know when when you're John Harbaugh and, and you and I, I've been hinting at this in some of my you know opinion pieces over the year when, when you are John Harbaugh and you bring back your three coordinators and you say we need to get better you're really making that about personnel yeah so now I, I wonder and this is what I've been hinting at I wonder what Eric DaCosta and Ozzie Newsom are thinking in that building right now? Because he's basically saying, this is all about personnel because I'm bringing back my guys. Yeah. And they got to be thinking, well, I'm sure in some instances those guys are saying, I don't think they've coached these guys up the right way. I look at what they did at Kamala, Korea, who looked great in training camp, and, and suddenly they ask him to do all these other things that he's not accustomed to doing, and he starts playing slug. Yeah. And as soon as he starts to play slow and, and thinking too much, he takes out all of his instincts and, and all the things that made him good. And, 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 you know, he was really fast to the ball, and, and he was just a mess. So th- those guys, the personnel people have to be saying, well, the coaches really haven't developed these guys right. You know, we've been hearing all season long about how Brashad Perryman can't run routes. Well, when's that going to change? Yeah. I mean, what does, he, what does he do all week long? What does, this, what does Bobby Ingram do with him?
2: And it's true, like we always blame, so, when that stuff happens, when those, when Matt, E, 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 Elam and those other draft picks don't work out, we always look straight at Ozzie Newsom and Ducasta, and we look at the guys making those personnel decisions, but we often don't look at like coaches who put those players in a position to succeed or not to succeed.
6: Yeah, I've heard from more than one person that, John's focus, John Harbaugh's focus next year is going to be exclusively on coaching. And the insinuation made there is that he has become bigger than just his job. In other words, he probably has a little bit too much say in things, Hmm. and they're going to knock him down a peg. You know, he he was the self-appointed czar around the castle, but that's not going to be the case going forward. So you're going to let your personnel guys be your personnel guys. And, you know, because th- those guys, you know, John, you could probably imagine is more involved in the draft process than Brian Billick was. Brian Billick seemed uninterested until he wanted a quarterback. Except and for Kyle Bowler, it. yeah. That? that cost, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then there was Adam Terry. They wanted to have him because he wanted to protect Kyle Bowler, and they reached for him. And so those were probably the two biggest picks that Brian Billick was involved in. They were both busts.
0: But but you do have to. So he,
6: but my, my point. I was just saying. But my point is that Parball's a little bit more involved, and therefore, you know, the coaching staff and the scouts need to work hand in hand to see well what kind of team do you want to we want to build, what kind of identity do we want to build, yeah. and and then work towards those kinds of players. But I, I think you see that when you who do you have to beat first? You got to beat your division rivals, and your division rivals the Bengals. I'm not even going to count the Browns yet. The, we got the, the them. <laughs> we got the them. Dealers, yeah,
5: we've
6: we we have those guys. You know, I mean, they know those guys so well. But if you look at those two teams and the Ravens, they're built very similarly. But the difference is, they have some big playmakers on yep. their team, and the Ravens don't have those playmakers. Yep, right, and, and, and that's what they need to get. I've, I've been saying that they need to get be bold in free agency. I know they're up against it. They're going to have to get out their scalpel and. and do some carving with that to make that cap uh, structure look better, so they can go out and get a, a splash, make a splash free agency acquisition. But they need to find that guy. I would prefer that to be a, a wide receiver because a, a wide receiver we just have struggled for years and years and years to develop. So let's go out and buy one of those guys, and then let's let's get bold with our picks. You got eight uh, draft picks this week this year, including the Kelsey Assembly third round comp- compensatory pick. So why don't they trade up sometimes if you're going to draft at 16 and you see this edge rusher, this young edge rusher at number seven, who's on the board, be bold and do what it takes to move up and get that guy. Yeah, I agree. Because they're not that far away. They're not, To me, they're an edge rusher, another corner, and a, and a number one wide receiver away from contending for a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. And what you're pointing out are those positions where the Ravens are really old and that really hurt us late in the season as Doomerville and Suggs got worn out. Um the other issue we saw with John Harbaugh this year, and just player management, is Devin Hester, and giving him try after try after try, um, to just when he clearly was not the guy from the the first uh, first time he was back there.
6: Yeah, I, I think that's another situation where Jerry Rossberg seems to have a lot more say than he should for a special teams coordinator, and maybe that has to do with. You know, John Harbaugh having that kind of background himself. I'm told that of those coordinators, that Jerry Rosberg is the one he's actually a a real good friend with. The other guys are just coworkers. But, you know, Rosberg, I think, has too much say in game day decisions. You know, whoever they – the inactives, you're always sitting there every week and scratching your head, why is this guy inactive? And it's usually because the guy who's up in front of him, the guy that you're questioning, is a special teams player who, who, can, who can run down the field on kickoffs just to see the other guy on the other team take a knee and get it at the 25 yard line? <laughs>
2: That's exactly right.
0: Hey, yeah. but when your MVP is coming out of special teams.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tony. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so but, but to finish the ahead. question, to finish yeah.
6: the answer on Devin Hester, yeah. I think that Hester stayed around that long because Jerry mm-hmm. Rosberg believed in him and it turned out to blow up in his face. Yeah, it was a disaster.
2: Uh, But let's talk about Joe Flacco here for a second, all right? So most passing yards of his career this year, 4,317. Most completions of his career, 436. Highest completion percentage of his career, 64.9. Is it fair to say, Tony, that Joe Flacco had a breakout year this year?
6: No. I, <laughs> I just want to see your head explode, Tony. <laughs> 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 you know. Joe if you look at to me the most important statistic of all of those is what do you gain per pass you know yeah. what's the the average yardage per pass and, and I think that Joe was only better than maybe four guys and we're talking about really guys like Jake like Cutler and Ryan Fitzpatrick and garbage like that so Joe I think Joe had a bad year and there's a lot of reasons for it and I think you know the frustrating thing with Joe for me is that you see that he can do it. You know that he can do it. You see he's done it in the playoffs. But, but during the regular season, for whatever reason, he has like this, this three- or four-game law, which you wonder, particularly when he's on the road, you wonder what he's thinking about. And he needs to clean that up because I think my, my biggest issue with him is consistency. You know he's got the physical tools. I just think he needs to find the right coordinator to match up with him. I'm going to take these guys at face value because let's face it they have a lot to lose by sticking with this more than we do and they're willing to do that so i, I just i worry that if they're 1 in 3 at the quarter poll next year remember all those empty seats we saw at M T bank stadium this year
5: yeah it's
6: going to be going to be a lot more of those
2: yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, because I mean, I feel like at, at this point with Joe, you, you, you I mean, you're 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 tied to him, and he's he's consistent. Like you know, he's that consistently inconsistent. Like you know, he's going to throw for twenty to twenty five touchdowns. He's going to throw ten to fifteen interceptions. Seven of them are going to be horrendous interceptions. But you kind of know what you're getting with Joe. So the key is to build an offense and a scheme around Joe that kind of helps him avoid the mistakes and kind of highlight what he's good at, which the Ravens haven't been yeah. great at doing.
6: No, and they haven't been great at doing that because they haven't had the money to do it. Yeah. You know, with the cap. And because he, he soaks up so much of the cap that, you know, the, the picture you just painted with those statistics, you know, we could take that, but you can, you can take that only if he's not paid to be something more than that. And he's being paid to be a lot more than that. And that's there that is the problem because you're, you're forcing other people on the team. To step up and be better than they are, than they're being paid. You know the, the great thing about Joe during those first five years when they made the playoffs every single year and won a Super Bowl is that he was playing under a rookie contract that, that allowed Ozzy Newsom to fill in around him. When he stepped up and got that big deal, then all of a sudden the onus became, was, was on Joe. You know, yeah. He had to play better than, than he did the, during, during those first five years, and so far he hasn't.
0: Joe finished the season with uh, 6.42 yards per attempt. Twenty seventh in the NFL. The only quarterbacks yeah, worse. Stuff like that. Only quarterbacks worse was Blake Bortles, Carson Wentz, and Brock Osweller. That's not great company.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well what, all you had to do is watch the last week game where every other pass was to Dennis Pitta for four yards. Like, okay. Like that's your uh, that, that's the offense right there. Uh, So you're right. We need an offensive playmaker. I'm I'm with you, Tony.
0: Is that a lack of trust, or is it like the uh, announcers were saying on Sunday, the Raven receivers never get open?
6: I don't think think that's true. I think if you look at that coach's film on the NFL game pass, you'll see that the Ravens receivers get open plenty. Joe doesn't see them because I think there's a few things that he does that prevents him from seeing them. One of them I'll blame on the injury because – you know once you're injured you're probably looking to protect that that front foot and you know his left left knee and he probably didn't step into the throws the way he probably wanted to and you know subconsciously he didn't want that thing to get hit again so i think that there's this subconscious clock ticking in his head that made him deliver the ball prematurely that's why we're calling him check down joe by the end of the year because that's all he did either to Kyle Uschek or or to Dennis Pitta just check down joe when you know when Artie Mourningway designs a play, it, it, the play is designed to give a quarterback a few options, and sometimes those options are supposed to be in the same line of view. In other words, if he's looking out to his left and there's a short route on a slant coming across, sometimes they got a post corner running the same way beyond that corner cornerback, so so that he can, if one's covered, he can throw it to the, the deeper pattern. And a lot of times he failed to see that because yeah. pre-snap, he determined where he was going to go with the ball. perfect example was against the Eagles that day when they had a 10-point lead down only 11-yard line, I think it was, through that interception with, what, about uh, six minutes to go in the game and changed the whole complexion of that game. To me, I mean, th- this is right after a timeout. Those guys had to be saying coming out of that break, look, we're going to take, sh- take a kill shot here. Yeah. And they're probably all excited about that. But if the kill shot's not there, get rid of it, and we'll run it the next two downs, and we'll run some clock off and kick the three, and we'll be up by 13 with about four minutes to play. So uh, that's the, that's had to be, that had to be a discussion going on there, and he threw it anyway because he predetermined where he wanted to go with the football and come hell or high water. He locked in on the guy, and, and by his own admission, he didn't see the linebacker that everybody else in the country saw.
2: And that's a classic example of a mistake of a first- or second-year quarterback but you wouldn't expect that to come from a veteran like 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 Joe, and that's what's fr- fr- frustrating is that he's been around the block a few times. He should know better than that.
6: He can tantalize you with his skills and his ball placement sometimes, particularly when he steps into his throws. Yeah. And a perfect example of that was the the Miami game. He was just on fire. Oh, fire! And, yeah, and then he comes out and does and does those kinds of things. And and you you, you know, I'm I'm sure that those coordinators aren't all. Stupid guys, and they, that's going to frustrate them too because their their livelihoods depend on Joe. So you can you can say that Joe's really an offensive coordinator fu- uh, killer.
2: Uh, well, what well, to- Tony, we appreciate you coming and spending some time on section three 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 six. Um, is there I don't know what you got working on there in Russell Street Report. Is there do, do you have a new article out yet this week?
6: I put one out today: good, bad, and the ugly for the season. I I started to do it on Monday for the game on Sunday, and I said, who's going to want to read that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured I'll just do it for the season. And and then I started to work on it this morning, and then I, I was watching the John Harbaugh press conference, and I said, well, I've got to incorporate some of that. So so my thoughts and opinions on, on that I haven't perhaps even shared completely here are all in that article that I just posted, The Good, Bad, and The Ugly, uh, for the Ravens season.
2: All right, Tony, thanks, man. You are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the Ravens, man. We appreciate you uh, you coming on with us. Thanks, man.
6: I appreciate
3: you guys having me. Thanks a lot. Have Thank a good you. night.
2: You too.
0: You used to call me on my. You used to.
3: You used
0: to. <laughs> yeah. Josh, taking some advice from the
1: chat room. The, the, the chat room's complaining about.
0: Uh, about your lame, uh, your lame one call away. Yeah, the song that's nice and slow, so that I can cue up the callers. Yeah. They they wanted this song. Yeah. Do you know this song? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
5: Yeah.
2: yeah, this is the guy dancing in a box, right? In the music video? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Yeah. It turns dancing. I saw it on... I just typed it into Google. and <laughs> I was like, I hope this is clean.
5: <laughs>
1: well, it wouldn't be the first time you just played some uh, explicit lyrics on the show by accident. <laughs> That's true. Trying to get us that explicit tag.
2: And by the way, you can follow Tony Lombardi um, at R- Lombardi on Twitter. Great follow on Twitter. He knows his stuff in terms of the Ravens. And again, Russell Street Report... Is yeah a, a, the best website for Ravens
0: stuff. Yeah, I can't believe it took us what 196 episodes to get him on the show. Ah, uh, yeah,
2: you said that. I did. I can't believe we haven't
0: had him. No, on I. I, I feel like we did. No, yeah, I, I feel like we did too. I checked. I did. I could not find any record of Tony ever being on the show.
2: Oh yeah, yeah well, we go. need to have him on a lot more often.
0: At but, least our football season when we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Hey,
2: but it's all right. We made it through another football season pretending we knew. Woo! All right, what's next? Baseball, right? I always thought he would call me an idiot after I was talking about was this a breakout year for Joe. I was just <laughs> wanting to see his reaction. this guy serious? What the-? What show did I just call into? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, You want to get to some Orioles? You want to get to some up and down? Where do you guys want to go? We can go wherever
0: you want. I mean, the Orioles have done nothing. Um, there's That's been- not true. All right. What have they done? Jesus Montero, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's huge that? signing, huge. He, it's who, huge. I, wait, I don't even know who this guy is. Okay. He spontaneous he he's
2: famous for a few reasons. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Salt ball, salt in right? Australia? No, uh, no. He he used to be like top prospect, big name. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, he was suspended. Fifty games. Fifty games. Second. Uh, yeah. Second violation. He was mentioned the first time in that. What was that? Um, uh, the Mitchell sorry. report.
6: Mitchell, the show has ended. Goodbye. Well, our show that? hasn't ended. What was that? <laughs> that, that was
0: uh, that was Tony getting <laughs> getting off of Skype.
2: Oh, um, but the Mitchell report. Um, uh, uh. He was mentioning that, and then the second time, also like, this guy's great. Also, like oh, got, we, we've
0: had Mitchell report guys on. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: What else is new?
2: Also, he he got in trouble. I don't think we had this before. Um, he was like, for some reason, he was in a marlin game. He was, I think, he was coaching for space or something. For some reason, and a scout. Started had, tried to give him a hard time. <laughs> really? And so he took an ice cream sandwich and chucked it at the scout. That's amazing. And so a lot of people you'll see on Twitter make an ice cream Guess what? Well, we're
0: getting signed at Springs and Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, he's also famous for that. He's also famous for showing up 40 pounds overweight. Yeah. To the Seattle Mariners, oh, and like when and given Albert the Hainsworth. reason why, he said, um, "I just like to eat ice cream sandwiches."
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's what uh, uh, the the panda did up in Boston. Yeah, some oh, situations, yeah. same, same situations. Situation, but Sandoval.
2: panda was better. And another thing that he's famous for, and the Yankees love this, is Pineda, the Yankees pitcher. He's okay. with the Yankees because he was traded straight up. Taser's Mon- 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 Montera was traded from the Yankees to Seattle. For Pineda, who went to New York, sure, and then went on to use pine tar, gobs of it, to help him pitch better. But, but anyway, so <laughs> this guy's been—he was a top prospect. He's been around the block a few times. Started off as a catcher, now transitioned over to first base.
0: And that's your Orioles
2: news for the week. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So we
0: found we ha- just signed another d- first baseman. We got a lot of first basemen. Yeah. This is—I don't know. Does, does this guy make the team? No. We signed Pedro Alvarez, and and we got him.
2: <laughs> he goes to Bowie, and you just hope he... Doesn't kill someone. Doesn't throw ice doesn't, cream sandwiches right, at it. You more hope trouble. he catches fire and lives up to his... Like, takes baseball seriously, loses weight, and gets in shape, and starts to actually play. But he's like a one of these lottery tickets, right? This one-in-a-million shot you hope works out. Mm-hmm. And every now and then they do work out. So, all right, fine. As the uh, as the Orioles... But he won't play for the first 50 games, so <laughs> right. he's suspended.
0: Uh, and how does that work he can't be in the, he's got to be on the what 25 man for 50 suspended no, or no, is it just 50? no because
2: he was signed to a minor league contract so, so he does so he, he's not i don't think even think he's on the 40 man
0: so how does that work with your 50 day suspension 50 game suspension i think he just, just signed a contract you just with us missed the first 50 of the season yeah all right i i presume the but minor he has league to season. have a contract with someone in order for that 50 to go right. or something. All right. yeah yeah. So I don't know. yeah
5: i don't they're know they're just doing the guy first.
1: a
0: favor did you want roger davis as the Orioles look for an outfielder, oh, is he? Is he off the board? He's off the board. Just signed to the Oakland Athletics. No, I didn't really want him. So, as uh, I, I sent you guys an article the other day. Stan the Fan wrote an interesting no. article. I have no time for that nonsense about <laughs> about Chris Davis. <laughs>
2: yeah, nonsense.
0: Uh, you, you don't think he, there's an option of moving him to right field? Here's why it
2: doesn't work. Just think about this for a second. Just right. three three sixers. Like sit back. We got a lot
0: of first basements.
2: Close your eyes and think about this outfield. In left field, you have Hyun Soo Kim, right. who is not fleet of foot. In center, yeah, that's you have center field's the problem. Aging and older Adam Jones. In right field, Chris Davis, I'm just saying you better hope they hit the ball right at you. It's like sandlot every time. Just hold up your glove and close your eyes, type thing. Because our outfield will be slow. Right. right. And I, I and I think we need to improve on our outfield offense. I mean, our off-field defense, that's not really improving on the off defense. I sure. want someone out there, and it takes away a gold glove for baseman. I want someone out there who can run.
0: Right. And Now, here's what I want. I want someone out there who can run in center field and move Adam Jones to right field. There's no case of that, right?
2: No. Like, I don't think Adam like, Jones. Buck won't move Adam to that, right field. Yeah, that may happen at some point. I don't see that happening next year, though. I think he can still still play. But put don't put two slow guys on either side of them. Like help them out by putting speedy guys next to them. Right, right.
0: I mean, it's we're in January now. This is when Duquette actually answers the phone. Yeah, makes yes. some phone calls. He's gonna have to find someone, or is he sitting back saying, "Ah, eh,
2: I'll just put Rickert and right. Yeah, uh, he 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 may, uh, and that might be like the. I'm I'm sure that's not Plan A. Like I'm sure Plan, A's plan A got a, to a, upgrade
0: a, an upgrade and a platoon. Well. I'm getting the feeling that Plan A is Trumbo, and Plan A is let's do it again.
2: Trumbo at DH and Angel uh, Pagan to go along with that in right field. That that that's Plan A.
0: I'd go with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Plan A with Duquette is is Trumbo, Trumbo and in right field. I don't think and, so. And and Alvarez Mancini uh, DH. I hope not. <laughs> um, our friend uh, Trey Mancini was on MLB Radio this morning. Yeah, and he mentioned that he has been practicing uh, lately in the outfield. Yeah. So, I'd like to think we prompted him to do that. Yeah.
2: I, I love the platoon idea of Mancini and Kim. That, that's the platoon I like. Mancini, Kim? Yeah, in left field.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that. Lefty, righty.
2: As long as, as Mancini, Mancini against as, the lefties, Kim yeah. against the righties. I
0: like that in the lineup. As long as Mancini can play the outfield, he can't
2: be that much worse than Kim.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no clue. I know. Some people struggle going to the outfield. But, like,
2: I'm willing to sacrifice bad left field, average center field. But let's – can we get above average at one outfield position, please? Yeah, or just
0: speed. Because the other problem we have is leadoff position. We haven't had a leadoff hitter since Brian Roberts. Yeah. And I'm not counting Nick Marcakis. Yeah. But I'm not
2: not, not a big speed guy with –
0: Yeah, you want OBP. I
2: want OBP. So who are you putting? Kim? Um, As as long as he's better than
0: spring training. Versus
2: righties, yeah. I put Kim versus righties. And I will go with someone else versus lefties. Yeah, I I'll probably go with Manny, Manny Machado versus lefties. Uh you always want Manny Machado in leadoff. You've you've had that conversation. It's softball before. logic. The best hitters should hit get the most at bats. Sure. Yeah, I like that
0: logic. Uh, Buck doesn't doesn't seem to buy that logic.
2: I know. What does Buck know? All right. <laughs> Not enough to win a playoff game. Let's get to our three up three down segment.
0: You surprised me on it. It's now time for three up and three down.
2: I'm just itching to hear Burt's three up and three down. <laughs> me too. <laughs> this is the segment where we share three things that are going well and three downers with um, with the Orioles or with Baltimore Sports. Or sure. With our own lives. Yeah. yeah. So, boys, what's going well? Should I say I always kind of spoil it at the beginning, but – my up is Boy Meets World season 5. <laughs> the greatest season of any show in the history of all shows.
1: That's I I am speechless. There's <laughs> great television out there and Boy Meets World is, season 5 is better than all of it. put in that category. It's Absolutely. Good. Good absolutely. It's great. My up is that uh The Raven season is over. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, it was just a disastrous a season all season long. I complained about it on this show every week that I was here, and uh, I'm I'm ready to move on to bigger and better things, uh, including this weekend, which I guess we'll touch on in, after this segment, maybe.
0: All right, and I'm gonna my up is I'm gonna stick with Matt and go with television, because thanks to some extra time at home, I uh, watched uh, the season two of Zoo. And really, oh, season and two out? It's on Netflix. Season two of yeah. Zoo? Season one. Yeah. Was sweet. Season Zoo? That's also when I finished it and found out that show's on CBS every Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I had no clue it was on real TV. I didn't know there was a. Is it about season like zookeepers and stuff and the day to no. day tasks no, of taking care of a zoo? The animals you know, get smart. The animals are are, are taking over. Like Ooh. they all
2: decided to yeah. team Think up of like a, and take like, out humans. Right. Kinda Can kinda they like, talk? No. It's interesting. It,
0: it's kind of
1: like Planet like of the Apes. Okay. But all animals. Do they just, like, make eye contact with each other and they're like, it's let's all, go kill It's all kill instinctual. These it's all
0: instincts and, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, instinctual. Yeah. I thought you said sexual. <laughs> no. I'm sure there's some of that going and then, on, too. Uh, and
0: Homeland's Back, which is, like, my favorite
2: show. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a few seasons behind on that one.
1: yeah. I, I, I skipped out of halfway through season two of that.
2: Oh, I haven't started season one yet. <laughs> Intern, you want to share something up with us?
4: What's up with you? What's up? I guess I'll also keep it in the TV realm. So, since I was sick all last week i was able to watch the man in the high castle season two.
2: Oh, nice love season one. Oh man it is so good the season two does not disappoint
4: no
0: it's better oh wow i'm excited yeah, about he that can, he can't compare he didn't watch season one but
2: no i really enjoyed season one it really that's another cool concept for a show right what if the nazis won yeah. very cool concept
1: yeah no it was interesting Interesting. yeah uh we got uh, an up from the chat room saying uh that uh, Jacob rocks up is uh, knowing that Justin Tucker is a lock for the 2016 Ravens MVP. There you go. See, I would call that a down. It, there's never <laughs> a situation where your lock? kicker should be your MVP. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: You're you're a good guy, Jacob, but I got to disagree. Or no, I Actually, well, right, I do agree. We Justin Tucker. I agree that it is him. Yeah, you're right. I just yeah. would not call that an up. I mean, right. you, you hang that's out with that's almost a down. That's any down.
2: other football team fan base, and whenever the kicker comes on and kicks like a 45-yarder, yeah. they're like, in their teeth, they're stressed out. Yes, with us, fifty-five yarder, it's good.
0: Yeah, it's and, good. and if
2: you need it, and you're We're, sixty, just go for it
0: because yeah. there's a pretty good chance he will make it. Right, yeah. and we we I remember we at the Steelers game, we'd get upset at Harbaugh for not letting him kick ridiculously long.
2: The only way to stop Justin Tucker is some shady leapfrogging stuff. Other than that, right. he's unstoppable. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right, let's go to downs. Yeah, let's. My my <laughs> my down is uh is is. My Twitter game. Really? Yeah. Is it down? I'm just not very good at it.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm, I'm amazed because th- there, there are people out there um, who are really good at Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's really interesting, right? Um, you would If they tried to do a podcast, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do what we do here. This no. amazing thing where we sit for an hour and 10 minutes every week and we discuss sports. Week at the they couldn't do it not everyone can 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 do this some Baltimore people think they can do this and they start their own little podcast there's like that Baltimore opinionator, or whatever and it's like kind of falls <laughs> on their face because they can't do it so uh, some people try wait, wait did it end no I don't know it's probably still going on I don't I don't pay attention but not everyone can do uh what we do but other people on Twitter are just fantastic yeah so I tried to uh like
0: Donald Trump is that where you're going? You going? You going with some
2: Donald Trump? No, no, I'm saying these people are. Lo- He's really. Good I at mean, twirling. Donald Donald Trump is the best at Twitter. <laughs> so, I so I I, so I someone uh, it was tweeted out the news about um Russia. I'm with you, Donald Trump. No, I'm I'm talking Orioles here. All right, Guantanamo Bay. Oh man! So Mass and Rock tweeted out that we signed Jesus Montero. Yes. Right. And then I looked at the comments people wrote about the signing. And someone wrote, wow, that seals a championship in like 10 exclamation marks. Right. Thomas Arnold, he tweeted that out. And so I responded. He, I thought he was being sarcastic. That's what, what you are proud of? So I was taking his sarcasm to a different level with my sarcastic response. Sure. So I said, whenever Orioles sign a minor leaguer, people tweet about a, champion, about a championship. Not sure how minor leaguers will help or seal a championship. Question mark. Curious emoji. Now, obviously, I know that guy is being sarcastic, but I was being overly sarcastic by thinking he was serious. Right. Right, right, right. So I think I'm proud of myself. I think I just owned him. (laughs) Then he came back and he owned me. Oh, really? Yeah. So he came back with this. He said, I got some some notifications. Let me scroll through because I get all these notifications. He said, he's not a minor leaguer. They signed him to a minor league contract. He's been the majors 2000, since 2011. Oh,
0: it's a Duquette
2: steal! I'm talking about. We're talking about championship. I'm trying to call him out for being sarcastic. He does like a whole 180 and talks about how I'm wrong for calling him a major league, a minor leaguer when he's really a major leaguer because he played in the major leagues five years ago. And my mind's and I have no response to that. So you know. So you know what I did. Blocked him. I liked it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I like the comment because I have no response better. to that. Wait, so you're up is some random guy's Twitter comment? <laughs> no, my down is how I suck at Twitter. Oh, you're down. All right. Because all right. he got me. He, gotcha. he played me. I I have no response to that. Your game
1: hate... is off. All right.
2: Yeah, and this is coming from, and I, I don't want to brag out here or anything, but I have over 700 followers. Can you guys even imagine? Like no. my influence on Twitter is unbelievable. Over 700 followers. You you knuckleheads out there. This guy has 18 followers and he just owned me. 18? 18 and he owned me. I'm a guy with over 700 followers. I've got 800 You can't touch me. 871 it says. 871. Yeah.
1: I got 555.
2: Oh, see, you have. I have no respect for you. I only even. I don't even tweet at people who only ha- who have under a thousand. But you tweet at me all the time. Oh yeah, that's true. I have ninety five. That's hurting my t- my Twitter cred. My Twitter cred. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> hurting my you my, go my with Twitter that. cred. So 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 I I just I don't know how people are so darn clever. You 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 will meet the most boring people in your life in turn on Twitter. They're freaking hilarious. You're like, what is this? Well, yeah, they get. Who this to
0: stare at their screen for five minutes to so tell everything. No, I just
2: like, i i I'm I'm, I'm I'm pursuing my doctorate in literacy now, educational lit, 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 literacy, and we talk about how people are have different strengths. It's not just about reading, and writing. Like people have different literacy strengths, and some people on Twitter, oh, their Twitter game strong. I need someone like to take over my Twitter so they can be clever. I just can't be clever on Twitter. Yeah, I'm hilarious in person. I have a charming personality, <laughs> but when it comes to Twitter, I can't tweet worth crap. Yep, you just—it's practice. You just don't do it often enough. Uh, No, do you know how many times I tweeted? Twelve. Is it gonna tell me
0: Uh, how many
2: tweets you have? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it tells you. Is there a tweet number? I I bet I've tweeted a lot.
0: I don't know how you look at that. No. We can uh, we can check those
2: stats later. Yeah, it says I have zero moments. What does that mean? I says it says my followers,
4: how many people I'm following, my likes, and then moments. You have tweeted. Five thousand six hundred and five times.
2: And I can't tweet
4: after five thousand times. I can't. uh, Five thousand six hundred. Some. What about me?
2: That's over the course of like ten years. But
1: look look me up, intern. Do your job.
2: Over the course of ten years, but I still can't uh,
4: make a clever tweet. Bert, you have you have tweeted six thousand and thirty six. Wow,
1: months. I'm more than you,
0: buddy. Oh, those are small numbers. I guarantee I'm bigger than that. Oh, I'm sure you are. Check check Josh. You out.
1: were early in the Twitter game too. That was before. Yeah, I was on before there before me, be- before Matt came last. That's probably. True.
0: I was on there before all the, the Oriole fans. Josh before Sirocco. it became a place for sports.
4: Josh Soroka is at sixteen thousand
0: nine
1: hundred. Sixteen
4: thousand. Sixteen thousand. Ten thousand more than me. <laughs> you guys, you
1: guys
0: got some t- catching up what's to do. The, what's but
1: you're always teching at blog people or tweeting at blog like Sometimes. tech people yeah. and.
0: Sometimes I've been arguing with Drew Forrester a lot lately Uh, about about this uh, the Ravens' decisions.
1: uh, I'll go next with my down just to reiterate Cal Ripken Jr. at the Epcot Candlelight Processional last week. Did you see? I tweeted pictures of it. Did you see this of him wiping his? Oh, it really is. He was doing it so much in front of everyone. Two pictures, and I tweeted both of them. Oh wow! Did Josh? Did you see those? I tweeted. That's nice. Poor Cal. But hey. He's still my favorite Oreo of all time. Either.
2: Well, he he's the same with Twitter. Like, Even Malcolm, if not botched the candlelight. <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell talks about the 10,000-hour rule, how you do, do something for 10,000 hours to become an expert at it. Mm-hmm. He needs to read for 10,000 hours. I need to tweet for 10,000 hours before we can all become good at these things. The 10,000-hour yeah. rule. Yeah, and I we have been great zany 10, for way hours. more
1: than 10,000 hours. Yeah. That's how I have perfected this.
2: That, that's right. And I've been endearing and stuttering for certainly more than 10,000 hours. <laughs> way more. That's why I'm so freaking endearing, and I stutter so so well. I'm a great stutter.
0: My my down is the yeah. fact that we have no football or baseball right now. Is that
2: a down or an up? It's a down because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, a little bit bird on this one. It's yeah, kind of up. that's
0: kind of an up, <laughs> up that it's ugly. Football's over, but the fact that now we got to go what like two months before uh, we get to start talking baseball
2: again. It's all right because we got a couple other stuff, g- that's going on right now. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right, boys and girls. You know what that music means. I sure don't, but hopefully you do. <laughs> That's the music for an announcement. Is
1: that announcement music?
0: It was the Baltimore Blast February pump-up video. Okay, nice. Interesting. nice. I thought they would say Baltimore Blast at some point. They See,
1: don't. Uh, for me, the Baltimore Blast theme song is Celebrate good times, come on! Because that's what they used to play every time the Blast was score oh, a goal.
2: That's a good song. It makes me excited.
1: And then every time they score a goal, they... they Announce the score up on the board is how many goals is that? And you, if say if it's like their fourth goal of the night, they count them out one, two, three, four, and then they go, We want more, right? Josh, does this ring a bell at all?
0: Yeah, from like when I was like six. That's yeah, the problem. We, we were children. We haven't been in 30 years. Um, and but we would if we joked, we've joked for like four years about going to a blast since game. we started this show we, so, because they were the team that was always winning.
6: Turn up the heat with a Baltimore blast. Blast Soccer is flutter than ever, so get in on the action as the Blast continue
2: their 10th MISL season. And Blast sell out their backs, so reserve your seats now. Call Blast Charge at 481 Be part of the Blast experience. The fast-paced action of MISL Soccer is burning up the turf at the Baltimore Arena. So turn up the
6: heat if you can handle the Blast. Call Blast Charge, 481-6000. That's
1: got to be an old ad because they don't even tell you... Uh four ten no. or four four three. Exactly.
0: That that's from that's from nineteen ninety two. And was, they call it the Baltimore Arena. It was very blurry, but at least it had some audio. But hey, it sounds like fun. We're gonna get to go down to the Royal Farms Arena.
1: We're gonna see some indoor soccer. We're going we're going Section three three six is
0: going to the blast. I mean we're we've joked long enough that it's time we're actually gonna do it. We're going Saturday.
1: And you can thank the Baltimore Ravens for crapping the season and not going to the playoffs because otherwise we'd be watching Ravens playing it's, a football game, playoff game this Saturday. Right. It, it almost, <laughs> Instead
2: we're going to watch indoor soccer. Yeah. Right. It's
1: right. almost
0: like we lost a bet. <laughs> <Great> work, <guys. laughs> but, uh, hey, I've, people who like the blast say it's exciting. The commercials in the 90s said it was exciting. Yeah. It's well, our third.
2: My wife also likes the Desperate Housewives shows, but it doesn't mean they're good. Oh. <laughs> the,
0: the the professional sports franchises
1: in this town are Orioles, Ravens. What would be
5: third? The,
0: the Blast.
1: It's got to be the Blast, it's the Blast. Right? The Baltimore Blast. Is. There is no other third it's, it's, Baltimore it's team. It's the Blast. Yeah, I mean, and Maryland ha- basketball. That's oh, not no, a no, Baltimore
0: no. thing. No, I know it's not Baltimore. Baltimore. It's, it's the Blast. But we don't live
2: in Baltimore. We live in Maryland.
0: We, we've we made fun of the Blast for too many years. It's time to actually check it out for ourselves. Well, we're going to give it a chance. I'm willing to
2: go in with the open heart and open mind. That's right. Intern was begging before show if he could go. All right, speaking of Intern, <laughs> Intern's about to share his down, though, right? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, my down has been how, like, just adequate the Mar- the Maryland Terrapins have been this season. Mm, yeah. It's still lost early. Lost Nebraska by two points.
2: Yeah, lost a big lead yeah. in that game. It's, uh, the I mean, this is going to be the Maryland season a little bit because we're starting three freshmen, a lot of freshmen, a lot of growing pains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're pretty fun to watch. They're, they shoot the three a lot. Cohen is like a little Trimble, drives to the basket hard. Trimble's fun to watch always. But, yeah, I, I agree. It was a tough loss to Nebraska. After the big win against the fighting the uh, lion and they had a big lead against Nebraska, you thought. Yeah. Tough loss to Nebraska.
1: That's a conference game too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all
2: conference games now. This yeah. is where it heats up.
1: I saw them beat Illinois pretty good. Yeah. But Illinois stinks.
2: I
0: guess so. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's really to tell. I'll pay attention They have a similar month and a half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we don't
1: get to the uh, Big Ten ch- uh, Conference Championship.
2: Yeah. All right, boys and girls, we're about to wrap up this show. Let's kick it over to the intern for some thoughts, corrections, fun uh, facts. He has analyses. been here in
4: so long, I forgot his music. There, yeah, we there it is. I've got music. So, <laughs> unfortunately, there weren't, like, corrections. Or like, That's not unfortunate. That's good. But, uh, why do you we want us to point. fail? You want us to fail in turn? Why? It's funnier for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, I looked up some fun facts and some objects that are dropped on New Year's Eve, other than the famous Times Square ball. Ooh, I like this. In Hagerstown, Maryland, they drop a giant donut in honor of a local donut shop that has been open since 1934. All right. Cool. Go yeah. Hagerstown. And in Princess Anne, Princess Anne, Maryland, which is over on your shore. Yeah. Nice. Princess Anne. Yeah a stuffed muskrat in a top hat and a bow tie named Marshall P. Muskrat is dropped for New Year's Eve
2: I'm going there next year I, like that. I didn't know that I'm going there next year i staying P. right muskrat. here on the show I'm going there next year and seeing that I'm googling a picture of
4: Marshall and I'm doing P. Facebook
2: muskrat. Live I'm going to video the whole thing that's great <laughs> and that's all
4: bye
2: nice and and over here in Arnold Josh drops his dinner so all those things are, uh, are <laughs> but dropping. why
1: why why McDowell all right i like this uh marshall p muskrat <laughs> it, it he's not it is literally a stuffed <laughs> muskrat like it's dead it's been taxidermied or whatever oh
2: uh, yeah i wonder he's wearing a top hat. what's the history of that i'm sure there's a cool backstory now that's a cool story time however that started to be a thing that's a story time. Well,
0: you want to start a new podcast, Weird Stories yeah. from the Eastern Shore? I'm sure well, you can get plenty of them.
2: The way the Orioles aren't making any moves and the, ra- the Ravens are out. You know, I know. you got to come up with stuff. I know. We're going to fill the air time. We're going to talk about the blast next week. Who knows what after that? Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Who knows after that? Oh, man. You know what? I is there anything on the chat room? I completely ignored the chat room this episode. I didn't even have it open. I'm sorry. I took care of the chat
0: room with their little hotline. Uh, oh, that's true. Took care of them. I'll figure out what that song is later, but I played it for him. <laughs>
1: According yeah. to this, the Maryland Department of Natural Resources donated the preserved, the preserved rodent to town leaders who decided that no better way to showcase a regional trapping delicacy than to present it at the start of the new year.
4: And this is Marshall P. Muskrat.
1: Yes, the one and only Marshall P. Muskrat. All
4: right, so a couple of
2: recent uh, chats from the chat room. Michael Newman says uh, 10,000 tweets, but you have to spend an hour on each one. Then you become a pro, thus accomplishing a 10,000 hour rule and getting 10,000 tweets out there. That's true. And when I I construct my tweets, I do spend about an hour on each tweet. And... Son of a gun! If there's not a typo in every single tweet I send out, my, even have to prepare for an hour. Right, that's I'll, why I, I'll double read it and then still typo. That's why I've got so
0: many tweets because of fixing
2: corrections.
1: Yeah. Is that your way of inserting the stuttering into
2: your tweets, though? <laughs> Is that you have a typo or something? Maybe, yeah. That's my endearing typo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. And Jacob Rock, he tweeted that blast time, and you're right. On Saturday, it's going to be blast time. And we're gonna have a blast watching the blast. Absolutely, as he turn up the fire because it's gonna get hot. We're gonna have a lot to talk about next Tuesday. You Absolutely. think they have
0: like indoor fireworks or something when they score? They gotta have something weird, some yeah.
2: pyrotechnics, some fire. Or maybe we just bring our own indoor fireworks. I don't know. Let's get crazy. Here. Sure. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, thanks for joining us uh, for a, another awesome episode. Another shout out to Tony Lombardi for joining us here on the show. Have to get back here on it at some point. Uh, appreciate the intern for all those fun facts. You can follow us on Twitter, Section 336 Show. You can follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Uh, you can like us in person at the blast game on Saturday. Let's do it. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Section 336. You can follow the zany one, Darth Vader himself, at Burt Roadie. Hey, it's a soccer game, so aren't we? Don't you aren't you
0: supposed to bring like flags to wave around at soccer games and stuff? That's can what I, I see on, on TV.
2: You better bring yeah boo exactly and bring that lights there because I heard fights break out all the time and they you know like, things get ugly
1: yeah red red is the blast color perfect
2: yeah
0: yeah we need some tips on what what to take to the blast game yeah we, we or, or like simple can I take food in I can't
1: get
2: I don't
0: want to make a fool of myself hey does the Royal Farms Arena sell Royal Farms? That's a great question. Justin Tucker. I'd be way more into the blast if all their concession stands are Royal Farms.
2: I have an app, a Royal Farms app. Let me get the free coffee. Can I use that at the stadium? At the arena? I'm sorry. I don't know. I got thousands of questions. Yeah. Hit us up. We got to look into this. Uh, You can also follow Josh on Twitter. got Josh Soroka. And you can follow the intern. At intern. But I wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go blast. Section
3: 336 is a affiliate of 24-7. 336 on
5: UtahStreetReport.com.